Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I am your teacher and host, Eddie Hyatt, so glad you joined me. Uh, this is Wednesday morning, Grapevine, Texas, and I'm so glad to be continuing this series on the hard sayings of Jesus. I trust you're uh, gaining some uh, help and some insight and edification uh, from these series that's helping you understand God's Word, the Bible, and help you in your walk with the Lord. Today we're going to look at another one of the hard sayings of Jesus. Uh, this is Mark chapter 3, verses 28 and 29. And Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the sons of men, and whatever blasphemies they may utter. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. Well, I have, I have met people in life that um, was living in fear. They thought that they had committed this sin. Let me just say this up front. If you're concerned that you have committed this sin, that is a sign that you have it. And I will explain that in a moment. And again, let's look at the context in which Jesus spoke this very solemn warning. The context begins in verse, uh, let's see, verse 22. It says, And the scribes came down from Jerusalem, who came down from Jerusalem, said, and they apparently came down to check out the ministry of Jesus. Now, the scribes are the biblical scholars. They are the theologians of the day. So they came down to check out this new ministry that has come on the scene that the multitudes are flocking to. And so they come to a conclusion, verse 22, and they said, he has Beelzebub, and by the ruler of the demons, he cast out demons. Isn't that a terrible thing? Now, Beelzebub actually was a Canaanite deity, but the Jews had somehow incorporated Beelzebub into their thinking, and they, dis they, they had uh, placed him in a place of authority, I suppose, right under Satan as a, as a ruler of the demons. He was a ruler over the, the, the abyss, the pit. And the scribes, they came down, they said, ah, oh. and apparently they saw Jesus casting out demons. Ah, he's, he's able to do that because he's possessed with the ruler of the demons. He's got Beelzebub in him, so he can order these demons around and tell them to go. Isn't that an awful thing to say about the pure and holy Son of God? And so Jesus responded to them. So he called them to himself and said to them in parables, how can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand, which tells us that Satan's kingdom is not divided. They are together. They have a single purpose. They want to destroy anything that is of God. Verse 26, Jesus goes on, And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand but has an end. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods. 
unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house. And then this is where we come to the verse that we're looking at today. Assuredly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the sons of men and whatever blasphemies they may utter. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. And then verse 30, because this is Mark commenting. This is why Jesus said, said this, because they said he has an unclean spirit. So these people who should know better, these scribes, these experts in the Old Testament and in the law, they should know better. But whether it was jealousy, whatever it was, they ascribe the miracles that were happening through the power of the Holy Spirit. They ascribe it, they ascribe them to Satan. And this is what prompted the solemn warning from Jesus about blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Now, well, let, let, let me go ahead and, and say this. Uh, so blaspheming the Holy Spirit is deliberately, is deliberately shutting one's eyes to the light and calling good evil and evil good. It is deliberately shutting one's eyes to the truth. It, 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 it's, it's not something done in ignorance. Paul himself said in uh, one of his letters, he was, you, you know, Paul, he persecuted Christians. And uh, he even forced them to blaspheme, imprison them. You know, put them to death, stoning, imprisoning. He, he, he described himself as a furious and violent individual. And it was even attempting to, to persecute Christians and force them to blaspheme. But he says in 1 Timothy, uh, let me see, for example, which verse? It must be 1 Timothy, I'm going to guess, uh, chapter 1 and verse 13. Let me turn over to that, because I, I want you to get this for sure. But he said that he re received forgiveness because he did it in ignorance and unbelief. So, my friends, it makes a difference when somebody does something like that, and they do it in ignorance and unbelief. Let me turn over to this. Yes, here you go. He says in, in 1 Timothy 1.13, he says, although I was formerly a blasphemer, he calls himself a blasphemer, a persecutor and an insolent, that means a violent man, I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. God had mercy upon his ignorance. But now think about this. After Paul was encountered by Jesus on the Damascus Road, and his eyes were open to the truth, and now he knew who Jesus was, if he had allowed himself to continue in his anger and Jewish traditions that was against Jesus and what he was bringing forth in the kingdom of God, 
been, then he would have been guilty. Yes, he would have been guilty because he would have been sinning against the light. Because remember, uh, the more light we have, the more responsible we are. A person who is ignorant and has no light, has no understanding, then they are less responsible. Jesus spoke of this uh, in this manner one time. He said, um, whoever knows the will of God and doesn't do it, who knows the will and doesn't do it, will be beaten with many stripes. But he who does not know the will of, of, of God and doesn't do it will be beaten with few stripes. In other words, light, knowledge, and understanding brings greater responsibility. Now, the devil will use this passage to put people in fear and bring them into despair. I remember I was preaching in a, a church in uh, uh, Ontario, Canada. It was a good-sized auditorium. I would, I would think it would seat at least a 1,000 people. And I, I, when I was speaking, I had this sense that there was somebody there, and I felt it was on the right side of the auditorium that was in fear that Satan had lied to them, was telling them that they had sinned against the Holy Spirit, they had blasphemed the Holy Spirit, and that there was no hope for them. It was all over for them. And so I spoke this forth. I said, I sense there's somebody over here, and this this is where you're at. Almost immediately, a young man got up and came on the platform and confessed, yes, he, that's where he was. He had been in that situation. And I told him, I, I said, the, the very fact that you're concerned about it that you you came to church tonight and you came up here on the platform, that is a clear sign that you have not blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Because when someone blasphemes the Holy Spirit, uh, they experience, I believe, what Paul described in 1 Timothy 4 and 2 as having their conscience seared as with a hot iron. You know, when your flesh is burned and it heals up and it's been seared, the nerves are dead on that spot. There's no feelings there uh, wh where your skin has been burned and, and seared. With, 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 Paul calls it with a hot iron. When it heals up, the nerves are gone. The nerves are damaged. There's no feeling there. And Paul describes this with somebody's conscience who comes to a place where they have no feelings anymore. We hear of terrible murders and crimes being committed. And this is... this. Obviously, is what has happened to these kinds of people. They have no conscience. They have no feeling, no empathy. Their conscience has been seared with a hot iron. And, and, and they've been in that place where they blasphemed against the Holy Spirit. There's actually no hope for them. They don't want any hope. They will not come to Christ. And you see, this is why I say, if you're at all concerned, Jesus said, whoever comes to me, I will in no wise cast out. Remember, the Holy Spirit is a very sensitive person. And in Ephesians 4.30, Paul warned against grieving the Holy Spirit. He said, do not grieve the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed to the day of redemption. And then I believe this also, this blaspheming the Holy Spirit would result in what Paul calls a reprobate mind, Romans 1.28. And uh, in the preceding verses, he, he talks about people who continually resist the wooing of God's Spirit. They continually resist it, and they persist in evil uh, and, and, and resist 
the gentle, loving wooings of the Holy Spirit and maybe people that God sends to them. They reject it and they continue in their evil ways. And they come into a place that Paul calls a reprobate mind. Now, let me see what, uh, in, in Romans 1, let me see what uh, the New King James uh, discusses it. And he says, he says, for this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. And, and actually, he's talking about homosexuality here. And, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind, a debased or reprobate mind. He's talking about people who will not yield and listen to God, but they, he calls, they support the truth in unrighteousness. They will not listen to the truth. They know the truth. They hear it, but they will not listen to it. And and see, they're in a, a situation they can no longer say like Paul, hey, I did it ignorantly in unbelief. But this is talking about people. He starts out saying that they suppress the truth in unrighteousness. They know the truth, but they, they continue to violate the truth in their unrighteous ways, and their conscience becomes seared. And finally, God gives up on them and turns them over to a reprobate, a debased mind. This is serious stuff. I realize it, folks. It's serious stuff. But let me encourage you again. Oh, our God is a very merciful God. And if you are at all concerned that you might come into this sin, you have it. No, you have it. Run to Jesus today. Keep running to him. Whoever comes to me, Jesus said, I will in no wise cast out. If you come to him, he's there waiting with open arms to receive you. I'm Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. Check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. Um, if you want to be in touch, there's an email there uh, on, on the website. There's also a bookstore. There's uh, articles. You're welcome to... Um, uh, friend me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow.